Welcome to yet another episode of Candid Talks. As you know, this is a show that talks about the story between can and did. Because we all know there are a lot of people who think they can. Only a few people can actually go ahead and do it. I try to explore stories of inspiring individuals who've not just inspired me personally, but are actually doing a lot of work to make a difference in many millions of people all around them. Who I have today, and in, in fact, I have to tell all my, my viewers and my listeners on the podcast, this one is a little difficult for me because I have to be well behaved in this session because I'm talking to a very old friend of mine, uh, like a big brother, somebody that probably inspired me very young in, you know, when I started off my journey as a, as a trainer back in one of the companies we worked together with. And then went on to do these awesome things. And suddenly I meet him after a decade and suddenly a different individual who's made so many changes to his life at every point of time and been successful in whatever he's done. I am so happy to introduce Vivek. Vivek Bhai, thank you for finally accepting. I know you're a busy man. Uh, for, the, for the viewers, you should know, uh, Vivek recently delivered an outstanding TEDx talk. Uh, about having breakthrough conversations. Yes, you heard that right. We all need that right now. There are difficult times around us and conversations perhaps are all that will make a difference in otherwise difficult lives. Vivek, thank, thank you. you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Teja. Uh, this uh, conversation is all the more special for one reason that uh, uh, we are friends and we have known each other over decades. Secondly, uh, you to inspire me in many ways, the kind of job you have been doing, the kind of projects you have taken, the space from which you operate and the energy that you exude, that is outstanding. Thank you. So Thank I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, whatever you do, you do with a lot of conviction and passion. And that reflects in every word you speak. Thank you. Thank so, you for having me here. Thank you, Vivek. You know, I, when I when I when I think of you, right? You come from a very small town like Sita Madhi, uh, and that's the birthplace of of Goddess Sita, right? As I'm told. And when you look at Goddess Sita's life, it is one of sincerity, perseverance, values, right? A courage. Uh, uh, honesty, whatnot. And when I look at your uh, career path over the last 15 years now, that's exactly what I see. <laughs> is there you. something Is there something in the water in that village? Uh, what is the secret? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, you have one life to live. And uh, like a middle class boy growing up in a small town, I used to read Times of India newspaper and you had those flashy ads of cars and all the world class things. I always wanted to live that kind of lavish life and I feel blessed that I have had the privilege of uh, checking all my wish list and uh, uh, all the things that I wanted. I wanted to write a book so I wrote a book and that got published with one of the top publishers on the planet. Uh, I loved photography and visuals, so we started 
a photography company that ended up becoming one of the top production houses in the country uh and you know uh, i always got inspired by uh, humans and if i look back in my village my grandfather was a librarian and the whole day i was surrounded with we would have all kinds of conversations going on i think when i talk about conversation uh, a lot of credit goes to my grandfather and the way he facilitated those interactions <laughs> so uh, now you know when i talk to people and all that i have become uh, i felt you have got one life let's have no regrets you don't know when you are going to uh, be switched off so uh, let's finish it today so if you want something if you want to be an entrepreneur you want to start a business you want to become a photographer you want to write a book you want to travel the world don't wait for retirement do it today uh, i am not even somebody who would plan for a very long time because many times you keep planning and that never takes shape i am the person who would me to jump into it and would not think of consequences much and i feel that i have fared uh, fairly well uh, being from a small town like sitaburi today i coach some of the most influential people on the planet i've been coaching many of the ceos uh some of the change makers uh, of the country so i've been coaching some of the most accomplished people on the planet so i have worked with some of the change makers in the country somebody who changed the dynamics of uh, technology education in the country currently i'm working with uh, one of the top ceos of a us based technology company so most of the guys who i work with these guys are more experienced than me they are uh, more accomplished in uh, worldly terms i mean they make more money than me and uh, the conversations i have uh, every week those conversations are life altering so after doing all of those crazy things uh, because i have taken many risks in life and i feel those have paid off quite well that uh, uh, you know it's like many lives squeezed into one so in one life i ended up living maybe what i would do in 300 years and that gives me an extraordinary leverage when i talk to people because what i have already done uh, when i went on a, a spiritual retreat i spent a few months in ashram and then uh, ended up writing a book when i talk about those experiences with my my clients and they would say that okay can i also go on that trip <laughs> so that that's how it becomes and uh, uh, it's an absolute uh, delight to have those breakthrough conversations to be the sounding board of the people who make a difference into the lives of millions of people and uh, with every client who i work with i also transform i also grow so whatever i have become uh, i think uh, uh, when i look back uh, you have asked this question so as i reflect uh, a lot of credit about conversation goes to my grandfather because he was the one who facilitated a lot of conversation i i saw them happening over the years when i was growing up right so so i i please allow me to make this comment right now because whenever i hear people who've had who who've had multiple career changes in their life at least in my experience most of them 
are either forced changes right or uh, like covid job losses or because they wanted to try something else didn't work out so they they they're primarily trying to hustle and become something in life your story however for me is one that is very rare and i'll tell you why i met you in a bank when i was working for them as well you were you were one of the best around then and i know you moved to dubai i know you you did really well for yourself and you grew really well you came back you started water studios uh right now one of the most popular uh, production houses in in the country and i know you worked with brands like bmw and for my viewers and podcast listeners if you ever hear the song lamborghini the video behind that is actually water studios which is vivek so you excelled at that water production yes uh you did that now you wrote a book by the flowing river it was the amazon's best seller you did that <laughs> you're now running a, a speaking master class called master the stage and i know you have produced a lot of ted speaker i you did your tedx talk recently but you produce a lot of ted speakers now you're a coach and you're now talking about those fruitful conversations what else is left for us to see that you like excel in <laughs> <laughs> uh i have been juggling with a lot of stuff uh i think i have reached the final destination so this is where i always wanted to be the intent of getting into business was uh, when i was in training be it uh, the bank where we worked together or the other company that i worked in the middle east i always felt that the operations people the chief executives they would say that training doesn't understand business very true very true <laughs> and that was the complaint i heard in all the companies where i worked as uh, a training and hr professional so before uh, i always wanted to get into coaching so i thought that you know i can't coach people for something that i have no experience of so let me first run a business now since i have had 10 12 years of experience into training and development so nobody would give me a job of running a business <laughs> so the only choice i was left with was to start my own business and uh, when i started my own business uh, that was also driven by passion because as i started making a bit of money i bought a few expensive camera got interested interested into photography and then a friend one day said that you know you will do well in photography i also felt uh, that way and started off over a period of time water uh, photography is called now water productions uh, has become one of the leading production houses in the country we have uh, covered uh, percepts uh, this uh, sunburn festival and we have uh, produced many popular songs and documentaries so uh, once i spent a few years i spent nearly 5 years running a production house i realized that this is not really my calling this was kind of one of the milestones that i wanted to achieve before i get into coaching right so i feel like i have had enough experience uh, while uh, uh, running the production house i also juggled with uh, my experience in uh, uh, political ecosystem where i supported them with election campaigns and such stuff right i feel like it's enough you know you it just can't go on forever so i was making uh, good money but uh, uh, i was not satisfied there was something missing so i felt you know this is the time you know i i was i was doing coaching but i was not very focused on coaching as 
the money i was getting was from production house so i thought that you know let me uh, you know shift the focus from production house to uh, coaching and uh, as you get into coaching then you're absolutely clueless because uh, you have certain perspective about coaching what you have heard or seen on internet or when i worked with uh, the companies we used to coach people in a certain way right but when you are on your own and you are coaching and you expect people to pay you for your services then it becomes a different game <laughs> talk to me about it <laughs> i remember the first client i offered him service and then i you know mustered the courage to ask him to pay for it and i was quite hesitant i said that you know you can pay me 5000 rupees and you know only if you are happy with everything <laughs> so that was the state <laughs> so, so i'm glad i'm actually glad you said that because i wanted to ask you this i run an app that actually is trying to bring people like you uh, actually to make people like you more accessible to people who actually need help like this but this one question has been troubling me even though i run an app that does that how like there's so much influx of coaches today in the market thanks to whatever we've seen in the last 8 months how do i know which ones are good vivek see look you i know personally right some of my networks will know my admiration for you you've been on ulu app yourself but how do other people general public if they really have a need to select a mentor or a coach everybody else is sponsoring adwords today facebook is filled with coaches how do i know which coach is good how do i select a coach a very valid question and i guess many people struggle with it and uh, as they are stuck with the same question they're not able to take a step <laughs> <laughs> interesting tell me tell me a little more about that the first thing what you should look for is chemistry right what coaching is uh, something that's extremely intimate what you reveal there nobody knows even you don't know many of the things because you never had such conversation with anybody okay. be it your parents your spouse friends anybody you know in the world everyone looks at you with a filter True. They would have seen you growing up, struggling, and they would have certain opinion and belief about you. Coach is the person. Uh, if he is coaching or she is coaching the right way, then he looks at you without any filter, and uh, he creates or she creates a space where uh, you can be extremely vulnerable, right. yet absolutely safe. so it's extremely critical for you to uh, figure out the right person because you know if uh, uh, the person is not credible enough right if the person doesn't uh, uh, stick to the commitment or code of conduct then it could have massive impact on the client or the coach right. right so the first thing what i look for is uh, chemistry how well you get along because you know the coach has to pull out those things from you True. and 
there are certain things which are deeply hidden and there are so many layers of covering True. you would try to hide them in so many ways and he has to catch those things and create that atmosphere that you feel comfortable revealing them right so that does that mean i can as a as a as a coachee or as a mentee yeah. if there is a word like that yeah. is it okay if i'm window shopping until i understand that chemistry with my coach yeah, definitely, definitely. You can i talk to a few coaches before i actually sure. fix on sure. one person and say i think this is the one i like and i think i can open up to this person uh is the is that okay you think that's absolutely fine it's like you know hunting for a doctor imagine somebody has to go for a cardiac surgery right you just can't blindly go to anybody and say okay open my heart and operate it right you do your due diligence so the first thing is chemistry second is credibility right uh you must go online check the social profiles it's become ext- very very easily accessible you can visit their linkedin uh, insta facebook profiles you would get to know what kind of posts they put whether you can connect to them or not they would have some testimonials they would have some recommendations on linkedin you can go through them you may also like to get in touch with those guys who the person has coached right because many times people believe that you know many of the recommendations are of friends and relatives wow uh there could be a couple of them uh, there is nothing wrong even if a coach has uh, got recommendation from a friend if he has professionally worked like if we work together we are close friends but uh you can still give me a rating as a professional when we work together right so you can get in touch with those guys and see what kind of impact they felt if you talk to two three four people you go through the content he has put on the web that will give you a fair idea that will get you ready at least for the conversation the first conversation you would have right and uh once you are in the conversation you know a lot of things a lot of your questions will get answered normally what happens when i get on the call with my clients the call is scheduled for 45 minutes to 1 hour right. and the conversation usually goes for 2 hours 3 hours and we feel like you know we would talk forever that flow has to happen so when right. you get into the flow and that flow is natural there is no resistance from either ends right then i think you are uh, with the right person and the third thing is the competence and when it comes to competence a coaching business offlet has become something like a medical profession you have got specialists so you have generalists so right. if you have got some minor issues then you may download some online course do such stuff but generally for deeper intervention uh, you need you you may like to work with somebody who has specialization in that area and who has worked with a few people uh, on those lines and created some impact so uh, the person should have delivered the kind of result that you are looking for with a few people if not dozens if not hundreds at least 5 7 10 people that will uh, give you an idea and have the questions uh, ready for uh, the call usually we uh, hesitate in asking direct questions and uncomfortable questions when we deal with somebody coaching is all about difficult <laughs> questions <laughs> so the coach is going to ask you 
uh, the things which are make you feel extremely uncomfortable that will push you out of your comfort zone that will create new opportunity for you that will help you bury your older self and create a new person right so what are questions be it about the investment be it about uh, the credibility be it about what he's going to offer be it about the process be if, even if you have some skepticism or doubts bring that out right because that would uh, start the trust building right from the first conversation so that will help you fast track uh, the engagement once you get into it so these three things uh, i'll summarize chemistry uh, credibility and third competence keep these three things in mind and uh, usually another thing what i suggest is uh, don't make upfront payment so right. if you have to invest let's say 5 lakh 7 lakh 10 lakh whatever amount uh, you decide to invest so usually it is spread over a period of time True. so even if you get some extremely uh, attractive deal <laughs> refrain from paying everything upfront because uh, if let's say you have paid in 5 6 installments after spending a month you'll get to know a lot more about the coach and the kind of impact you are getting and uh, that will give you confidence to uh, continue or to disengage and uh, if if you feel that it's not working out tell your coach that it's not working out so that he could work on it uh, here frankness being candid is extremely critical and that's what really counts uh, in coaching if you don't share howsoever good the coach is he may not be able to make the kind of difference you're looking for you keep mentioning credibility and competence vivek bhai right yeah. now i see a lot of startup coaches and mentors today who never started a startup never had a business right Correct. and they are mentoring and coaching people uh, in the market i recently was talking to somebody very senior of course a very big entrepreneur uh, first conversation and he started telling me that one i don't like your business model you should shut it down and two uh, why don't you pay me uh, you know 1 lakh per month from next month i will make this work for you right i somehow felt very uncomfortable and and i respectfully chose to ignore that and i see a lot many stories like these coming out in the market what's your take on this do you think a coach should really be suggesting and telling people or a mentor should be telling them to shut down businesses is that see sometimes maybe that's the best decision but can one conversation make that happen you think i think that was uh, uh too early to comment in your case right first thing whether a coach can help a startup even if he has not been an entrepreneur answering that question it depends like charter accountant he knows certain things about right. finance which he can help the startup with if uh, the the coach is specialized in one specific area and uh, the entrepreneur is looking for help in that specific area then of course she can when it comes to executive coaching when it comes to visioning when it comes to processes when it comes to handling the challenges uh, be it related to work or life 
in such a case you should go for somebody who has gone through similar experience because if the person has been through that experience he you can relate better or he can relate better with you true that's exactly the problem people face uh, with training professionals when they work in the company that the operations tell that you know they don't understand business same thing goes here if uh, the coach has never been an entrepreneur then uh, he cannot understand the struggle of an entrepreneur entrepreneurship is a lonely journey your parents don't understand you your spouse doesn't understand you you have the passion you want to make a difference and you have been failing again and again sometimes you stay hungry the person who has been living a comfortable life all the time he would not understand that so if you're looking for an executive coach who could mentor you in such a case you should look for somebody who has the kind of experience what you are going through for specific areas you can definitely hire coaches does this answer your question absolutely yes i think you've nailed that there to to kind of first choose what kind of coach we want uh, it's not the other way around it's it's always so from what you're saying i'm understanding that choice is mine and i have to exercise yes. that right to choose the right coach uh, and and spend some time figuring that out so thank you thank you for sharing yes. and now comes the second question that somebody comes and tells that okay shut down business pay me this much money uh i see you know hiring a coach is more like uh, dealing with a doctor when you are going for a serious surgery right so uh, it can't be such a quick decision that you know uh, unless you have had a real soulful deep conversation and you feel that the other person has understood you well right on many occasions somebody spoke to me first time and that very moment he took a call and decided to work together however uh, probably i was able to create that atmosphere of trust and comfort uh, with the person in a few cases it also takes a few interactions true because all the questions don't strike you right there so once you close the conversation then you go back and start thinking okay what if this you may have some doubts you may go through some social profile that might prompt some questions to you interact ask those questions generally when somebody tell you do this do that he is more of an astrologer <laughs> so astrological advice uh, is not recommended uh, and uh, if somebody tells you that i am going to make this work for you i will make your business take off i don't think anybody richard Br- Br- branson once said that you know there is no formula for success in business true so the formula that works for you may not work for me so okay. no coach can guarantee you that you know he will sail you through he may make things better for you but he cannot make you uh, a super successful entrepreneur you ha- need to have certain things and you need to go through your own experiences over a period of time you need to learn from your mistakes because the world is changing rapidly and every day there are new uh you know uh, things coming up so if somebody tells you that okay in one month i will make you the a world class public speaker even if i do that that would be a false claim 
right you would have to go through certain experience you had need to commit those mistakes you need to deliver your sincerity your commitment and when you give your best in some cases sometimes it takes weeks i have worked with clients who experienced massive breakthrough within 3 weeks right uh, uh, he was not making any money his business was almost shut and then he turned around business in 3 weeks so i also have such stories and there have been times that you know i worked with clients for one one and a half months there was no major breakthrough so you have to once you decide to make it work then it's also like marriage that right. you don't have to be solely dependent on the coach that coach is going to do the magic for you it's a partnership where both of you have to work together if something is not working then bring that out he or she will help you find out the way to make it work try a few times if it still doesn't work after 2 3 months then probably something is not working between you and either of you or both of you can mutually decide to disengage right right makes sense thank you thank you that was very very informative for me as well and i'm sure it's for my viewers as well before i let you go vivek and i've been holding you back even before the interview started quite some time now paying coaches right so ideally the way culturally we understand coaches and and mentors i don't think is any different than the respect that we give to teachers and you know uh, uh, gurus like what we say should you be charging is there a is this just another business model for a lot of people being a coach being a mentor or is there really some moral uh, uh, how do i say uh, ethical dilemma of sort uh, for coaches what do you think that's a good question and i see a lot of coaches struggling with this as well <laughs> uh, <laughs> um it's just another profession right you're a doctor you are a professor you are a pilot so it's just another so, noble profession you're saying just like the doctor so you're a chartered accountant similarly you're a coach uh if you look at this business that way it's very simple when you bring the morality factor then it gets complicated okay. right i believe that uh, you know there are people like bill campbell who have coached you know all the guys in silicon valley and he didn't charge them anything right and there are also many of the global coaches like marshall goldsmith shirzad shami and many many others so they charge for the services because coaches also have to pay their bills they also have to survive and uh, another thing that comes with investment is result right so it's like going to two doctors one doctor treats you for free another charges you 5000 rupees as fee right you are likely to take the advice of the doctor who you have paid to more seriously True. same thing goes same thing same thing goes into coaching somebody coaches you for free that happens with me as well if i get something for free if i get a book for free i would read it maybe after 6 months if if i have paid 2000 rupees for a book i would start reading instantly because i can see some value there before i would have made made an investment right. so when you make an investment uh, it's a very calculated decision 
and uh, you also look for return on investment unfortunately unfortunately we look for roi only in terms of money so we don't calculate the roi in terms of time because if you invested 2 months or 3 months and things didn't work out then you have lost something which you can never recover right but that's not how we calculate roi okay sometimes so, it could be a change in thought process as well that is a huge roi my mindset yeah. could be a huge roi true 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 so you must pay for coaching even if somebody wants to offer coaching for free i would still recommend that you pay right because when you are invested then you would look for roi so secondly when somebody is charging you a fee he also has higher sense of commitment right initially uh, a couple of times i tried fiddling with the idea of coaching as a noble cause and you know somebody came to me very troubled he needed support badly and i also felt that i could support him and i told him that okay whenever you feel like you pay you don't have to pay me now the engagement didn't work right with the same conditions somebody invested and he had massive breakthrough he multiplied his salary seven times in three months he moved from india to the us where his career was completely stuck nothing was happening for last 4 years right so you must invest into coaching and if the coach is hesitant uh receiving a fee from you then uh, probably he has a lot of time <laughs> <laughs> as uh, or lot of money and or maybe both. a lot of money or or both yes so he's more like a mentor who who is into giving and you know is like a saint right so there is a risk to that kind of engagement that uh, you can get some advice that might work for you however coaching is extremely intense you have conversations for a few hours every week and when you work with a coach he is thinking about you 24 hours as long as you work not just as long as you work even after you complete your engagement all the clients who i work with they are my they are my mentees for life right so it's not just limited to the fee so fee uh, we give a lot of uh, emphasis on money and fee however this should not be the uh, reason you should get into or not get get into uh, an engagement with a coach right the real thing what you're looking for is results True. that impact that transformation into your life right what you should evaluate is the coach's commitment towards your transformation because over a period of time whatever investment you make even if you have you know invested millions of rupees that will become insignificant looking at the result right, right. in august i signed up a client he's a small businessman and uh, when uh, we started talking he was in distress he was troubled business was not working uh it was kind of big decision because he was firing many of his employees he had not made any money for last 6 months 
so investing even 50000 rupees was a big thing right but we started talking about it and you know he paid me many multiples of 50000 and uh, within uh, within what 15 days he recovered 10 times the money invested into coaching so the money i remember the first fee he paid was 5000 less than what he what he committed to me he was kind of hesitant right the next installment he paid he added that fee and paid to me because the money had become insignificant whatever he committed to invest he had got much more than that right so money should not be the reason to get or not to get into engagement you should focus on transformation and you must hold the coach to account right because this is something uh, most of the people who engage with uh, an executive coach in many of the cases is their first engagement right. and uh, uh, the experience i have had with people they share that they never had such conversation with anybody in their life uh, they have never sh- shared such secrets they have never reflected so deeply they have never discovered their true potential the way we do it in the conversations so for that uh, you know even if you pay a few million dollar uh that would be insignificant because it uh, creates a tremendous potential and unlocks uh, a flood of opportunities for you it does but as I, i'll talk like a layman now vivek right so i always thought i should have the opportunity to talk to someone before i can select them as a coach without yeah. having to pay at least for mm-hmm. the first conversation and yet i see so many coaches today maybe they're popular but they may not be the right fit for me personally right sure. uh do you think coaches should at least open up the first conversation without any charges without any restrictions right so that even the coach uh-huh. and the coachee both can explore the opportunity there true i think most of the professional coaches do this they do the first conversation right i also i call it breakthrough conversation so that conversation itself brings a shift into the life of the mentee right so they can see the possibilities they can see the road map uh we discuss what kind of intervention is going to be done uh i encourage them to bring out the kind of questions they have if they have any doubt or any concerns so that's the reason that the conversation it starts with 45 minutes and it goes up to 2 3 hours okay. and uh uh in the first conversation you will be able to figure out uh whether the fitment is right or not it's not just about money because you are going to invest a lot of time in the engagement so it's a long term commitment it's not something that you just have one conversation and it's done you will be pulling out a few hours every week and you'll be working on many of the things every day so it's kind of uh, you know tens of hours investment every week uh so most of the coaches who i know who are successful and who have uh, the intention to contribute they 
Now give the first session complimentary. If somebody is not willing to give you the session first session complimentary, as insisting on uh, making you pay, then uh, I think uh, if the person is extremely credible, like somebody like Marshall Goldsmith, I don't know how he operates. In such a case, you may just go ahead with the name, but again, that investment is going to be huge. But uh, if somebody is not uh, that accomplished, like somebody who is coaching Bill Gates and Fortune 500 CEOs, and he's insisting uh, the payment even before the interaction, then uh, and you're looking for a long-term engagement, right. uh, then in such a case, uh, you have to be cautious. However, there are there are uh, there are people, many of them who who call themselves coach, but actually they are not coach. Like you know, sometimes counselors or people astrolog astrologers, right. they also these uh, call themselves coach. Hmm. Now the coach, the term coach is uh, very confusing, and now everyone has become a coach. It's kind of fashionable to call yourself a coach. So you know, everyone is calling himself or self a coach. So, astrologer is also a coach. A florist is also flower decoration coach, oh. some, something like that. <laughs> or sure. hairstylist is also hairstyling coach. So, uh, I'm talking about uh, executive coaching or the coaching where you cause a transformation at the deeper level. If, let's say, you're talking to a counselor, for example. Right. So, the name could be some some kind of coach so the person is actually a counselor or somebody is a therapist so in such a case uh, they would expect you to pay right. so if i you, you go to a doctor for a visit then he doesn't give you a trial because you don't have kind of in long-term engagement with him uh, so if it's a short-term engagement sometimes just one conversation then they must charge However, if you're looking for long-term engagement, then the first session must be complimentary. Right. That's how I work and it works uh, with my clients well. Thank you. So I was, I was just saying that uh, I was in a, in a dilemma with respect to something that we want to try with our app. And that response actually helps us quite a lot. So thank you. Uh, so my investment free of charge in this session has already given me an ROI, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, because that was a question that I had in my mind for, for at least a week now. So, thank you, uh, Vivek, for clarifying that. So just like the title of your book, Vivek, you know, and, and I've always known you to be that, but like by the flowing river, right? Your conversation, when you talk, you know, it's, I didn't realize it's almost close to an hour. And I know I only took about 20 to 30 minutes of your time. Uh, so, your conversations also are like the title of your book, you know, they just flow. Thank you. Uh, I didn't feel like I was actually interviewing. I, I I had a lot many questions that I wanted to ask, but I just got so carried away in your conversation that uh, I was just following up with whatever questions I had in my mind. So for a moment, I forgot I'm doing an interview, to be very honest. So thank you, Vivek Bhai, for always being a pillar of support for me. Every time I've reached out to you, you've, you've been extremely helpful. Uh, so thank you. God bless you. Continue to excel at everything that you do. And may you go and make uh, a big difference to a million more lives like how you're already doing with so many of them across the globe. So thank you for thank being you part so of this. Thank you so very much. 
uh, it's been absolute pleasure to be here today and uh, every interaction i have with you i guess that's uh, uh, many times there are breakthrough conversations uh you are special to me in many ways and uh, you keep inspiring me from time to time in many ways so with you uh, i am sure you know every conversation we would have in future that would be a breakthrough conversation as well and uh, uh, thank you for uh, uh, such insightful questions i think these questions are going to help a lot of people who are struggling with their life and looking for somebody to guide them right and uh, it's been absolute pleasure to be here thank you vivek thank you thank you everyone for listening and reading uh, viewing this uh, until we come back with another episode good luck do well stay safe